Are we live? Are we live? Test, test, test. You guys can see me, but can you hear me? You can see me, but can you hear me? I can't tell. I can't tell. You guys let me know. We have some interesting stuff we're going to cover today. Okay, we're live here. Amazing. So, we got some interesting stuff we're going to talk about today. Uh, make sure you tell your peoples about it. It's going to be interesting, and you want to tell your people, right? And you want to make sure you tune in. So, um, do it now as I'm about to play the intro, and then that way when we start, everybody's tuned in. You know what I mean? That's the goal. So, let's get started. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another Tuesday. I haven't seen you guys in seven days. Did you miss me? I missed you. But we back. Amazing. Topics to be covered. Last week, we talked about why black men are leaving black women. We got into some deep stuff. I really broke down um, why a singer sing a song about how um, black men are leaving black women and it's hurting black women. And she really like went into detail in the song. Um, her name was Jasmine Sullivan. And I talked about, and I kind of broke down her lyrics and what she was talking about and kind of like brought the background and the deeper root of why females are hurt, why black males are leaving, all men in general. And it was deep. So if you missed it, go check that out. Not now, though. You got to stay and watch today's episode because today's episode, we get into some stuff spicy, a little bit of a change of pace to what we normally talk about, which is nice, right? Keep it fresh. So it's kind of something different. Today, we're talking about the Maui fires, right? The Maui fires. And before you're like, um, it's been out, we've been talking about it. Well, there's also some quote-unquote conspiracy theories that are going around that it was intentionally orchestrated. But I have some information that I'm going to bring today, right, that I've gathered from YouTube, Google, different people of where we're going to talk about Nayeto. We're going to talk about um, just exactly what's going on or, you know, give our take and maybe we might turn a conspiracy into a revelation. Maybe we're making it all up. I don't know, but I'm going to bring some information and we're going to get into it and I'm going to get my take on it. So before we do that, amazing, right? Before we do that, you know what you got to do first. You know what you got to do. 
hit that like button. Lay the smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Smack it. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the message out and the subscribers up. I totally messed my, my tag up because I'm trying to get everything together still here. But you guys get the point. Tell the people. Make sure you do it. Also, it is a talk show, so you can call in. 888-775-3773. You can call in, and we can talk about anything. Topics at hand, past topics. We can disagree. We can agree. We can fellowship. Whatever you want to do, I'm here for it. All in the name of Jesus, right? So you can call in, 888-775-3773. And if you cannot call in um, and you have a question or comment, you can support or send your question or comment via Super Chat, which is in the chat box, and I will read those live on the air, right? I will read them. So you do have that option. You can send a Super Chat. Thank you guys for the previous Super Chats beforehand as well, and it's been amazing. So as the weeks go by, you know, you just reflect. And then you're just living life and you're just learning and you're aware and you're keeping your eyes open and you're asking questions and you're just trying to make sense of life, right? Make sense of what's going on within to make sense of what's going on without, right? And then you question things and then you hear information and sometimes the things you hear um, can be lies. You know, they may not be good advice or they may not be good opinions, or opinions that bring fruit, right? But that's why you, when you get to know yourself, within yourself, you have the spirit, right? The spirit within that confirms or denies all things as you grow into it, right? It'll confirm if it's true. It'll confirm if it's of God. It'll confirm if it's of righteousness, right? Um, and that's what's important to follow that spirit within and you Lean, lean on that more and more and get confident in that, then um, you're grounded and you're stable, right? And that'll lead you in all things. So oftentimes I speak on things that I, I, I believe to be true. And of course, sometimes I could be wrong. I'm a human being. I'm still learning and growing, right? But things that I believe to be true. And sometimes it may be far-fetched like the story that we may be talking about today. But somewhere inside, I kind of agree with some of these claims from my own personal experience of a situation that I'm going to talk about today as well. So, um, again, as I present this information, draw your own conclusion. Don't just believe me, right? Draw your own conclusion. Make up your own mind. Think for yourself on these things to make sure that you know that you know, right? Don't just believe me or just trust that I'm saying the right thing because, hey, I can always be wrong, right? So I'm going to just share some information, share my opinions, and you can do what you want with it, right? But it definitely, in my opinion, I think it needs to be talked about, right? So as you guys know, the Maui fires, there's been the Maui fires that have been happening um, like, not yet, not yet, not yet. The Maui fires that have been happening um, the past, I don't know, a month or less. I'm not sure exactly the timeline. But there was fires that hit Hawaii, right, in Maui. And, um, 
you know, there was high winds of like 60 to 80 miles per hour that it was so crazy that it was moving fast. The fire was like going because the winds were pushing it, right? And everything was lighting up. And it was in the area of Lahana, if I'm saying that right, Lahana area. And those winds were fanning the flames and it was just taking off, right? And this is from Wikipedia. In early August, a series of wildfires broke out in Hawaii, predominantly on the island of Maui, causing widespread damage, killing over 100 people with many still missing, right? But the residents of Hawaii who were actually involved, who were there, who lost family members, are demanding answers that they're not getting, right? They're asking questions and they're not getting the answers from the local government. They're trying to see, like, what's going on? You know, they want more information, and there are also things that happen during this incident that are making people question what's going on, right? And at first I was like, you know, conspiracy theory, until I started watching videos and looking at different things, and it's some interesting stuff, right? So this is from PBS.org. This is the B-roll of the... um, what would you call it? The damage done by the fires. You could play the B-roll of 2000 structures being burnt down and destroyed. So if you look at the B-roll here, this B-roll here is showing the damage from the fire, right? And mind you, this is on the beach and some people were running into the beach just to not get burned alive. But some people still got burned alive. As you can see, look, this whole area, boom. This entire area here is um, there we go. Now, as you see here, they got to the more uh, richer areas of Maui, and those didn't burn, right? But the area in the middle there did get burned, as you can see. So, this here it is again, and it's just you just see the damage. It's insane. All these houses and cars and. Everybody just was burnt out. And obviously, a lot of people, because the winds were so high, didn't get a chance to escape. But that's not the only reason why they didn't get a chance to escape. We're going to talk about it. So, okay, you can you can end it there. But all of the, there's claims, right, that within the middle of, the island was burnt, but the surrounding areas weren't, and I'm going to explain why. But here's the fishy part, okay? Here's the fishy part. A local resident of Maui talks about how as the fire started, police officers were blocking roadways, keeping people from leaving the area. So, uh, Hassan, the, the first clip there is uh, blocked off, if you see the clips there. And... um you see it there? Okay. Here is um, a clip showing the, or a man talking about, um, and this man was actually there. He was actually in the, at the onset of when the fire started, he was actually there. He seen it from a distance and he, he was getting away from it. And he came against some police officers who were blocking the roadways. And here's what he had to say about it. There was no, they, they couldn't go down the southbound lane to escape. Yes, they had all the traffic uh, southbound about 
1,000 oh, feet uh, away, and uh, I saw all the police there. And when I got there, uh, you know, I was wondering why they were all stopped. And I was wondering, is he going to allow me to walk through? Mm -hmm. But I looked ahead and I saw one person on a bicycle and one person walking ahead. And I saw that, you know, they weren't being stopped. And I looked over at the policeman and I said, you know, what are you doing? And he says, uh, I'm just following orders. And I said, uh, there's a fire back there, you know. And uh, he goes, well, I'm, I'm just following orders. And I'm wondering what is going on. So as you can see there, so as you can see there, he talked about how he's like, what is going on? Like the, the, the policeman blocked off the area. There's a fire coming from down the, the way and the police blocked it off. And the guy is like, I see the fire. We got to go. What are you doing? And the police officer goes, I'm just following orders. Not telling them what's going on. I'm just following orders, right? That's a little fishy. You know what I mean? That's a little fishy. But moving on. I'm going to plow through these things so I can get the information out there. So um, as they're moving forward, another man talks about how the community, mind you, that last clip came from um, a, a guy on YouTube by the name of um, Hawaii Real Estate. That's his YouTube channel. That's where that, that last clip came from. Um, in case you want to go look it up. But another man talks about how the community had had the fires beat. The community had the fires beat at the onset of the fires, right? The community had a beat until this happened. Do you have any, do you have any theories? Do you have no, any no, no, thoughts no, 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 on no. why? I mean, I know you're saying it's not the It's not Hassan's fault. This is my fault. I didn't put him in order. So this one is, um, it talks about water. We were fighting. We felt like we were winning. We were keeping it at bay, keeping it off of the properties. The water shut off. Even the firemen that were patrolling couldn't refill their trucks. The fire just grew. The sparks started blowing over and, and it just beat us in the end. Okay. Okay. So... The fires are here. The residents are trying to fight it off. As they're fighting the fire off and winning, the fire gets, I mean, the water gets shut off. The water gets shut off during an emergency. Now, some are saying that, well, um, the city has a low shortage of water. Meanwhile, they live on the beach. But the city has a low shortage of water so oh, they had to shut it off due to the low shortage. But during a, a disaster, don't you think that let's do everything we can to stop this fire from killing people, right? But the water somehow got shut off, right? And a man said, and we got beat. We lost. We couldn't do 80 to 90-mile 90 90 winds, right? Not only that, I don't have a clip of this part here, but not only that, um, when the fires really were starting to get out of control, typically there are sirens and warning signals that are sent to your phone. You guys get the signals when something's near or like um, a stolen car or you get like certain alerts, right, that go to your phone. 
there's a certain type of uh, um, program that everybody has on their phones that the government has to send out to residents to let them know to evacuate, a fire's at hand, all those things, right? We have these things set up purposely for this reason. None of that went off. Nobody got one alert. The sirens didn't even go off. There's a siren in the in uh in Hawaii, I guess that um it like flares, right? So everybody knows like this is an emergency, you should evacuate. But it didn't even go off. And the government or, or a, a person from I wish I had this clip, I don't have it, guys, but you can look it up. Um a representative who controls those sirens said that um, they didn't want to put the sirens on because they were afraid people were going to panic and run into the fire. What kind of sense did that make? Right? And so instead, people are sitting on their couch, watching TV, hearing maybe the wind doing this thing, but not knowing there's a fire coming for them because there's no sirens, no alerts on the phone, no anything, no warnings, no nothing. Eating a bowl of cereal, about to be burned to death. What sense does that make, right? So moving forward, um... There's a guy on YouTube um, who talks about this in depth. And he really goes into it. His name is Hustle B-I-T-C-H. I don't know why that's his name. That that made me kind of question what was going on there. But he, he presented some interesting facts that I thought were interesting. And um, here he talks about the police chief who was in charge of, of you know, the police department of Hawaii and how he's the one that kind of sets the rules and sets the pace. I think he's following orders as well. Like, he's a police chief, but I think he obviously follows orders from somebody else. But he's the one that tells the people, the officers, the fellow officers, to block off the roadways due to orders he's probably following, right? But the guy on YouTube um, talks about his, the police chief's uh, background and his um, opinions about the matter. And this one's called uh, Police Chief. Listen to this. We've talked all week about Maui Police Chief John Pelletier. He's the guy who was in charge of the 2017 Las Vegas shooting that, to this day, still remains a mystery. The Maui Police Chief, with the dark trail of controversy and bad luck around him, is also the Maui Coroner. I gotta tell you, I met with them. I'm also the coroner for those who don't know that. How convenient. Oh, but it gets worse. HB 869 was a bill that passed on January 23rd of this year, just one month after Josh Green took office. But what does HB 869 say? The very first section, section one states, the legislature finds that coroners should be separate from law enforcement and free to make independent judgments when investigating deaths. It also says under current state law, the chief of police for a county serves as the coroner if the county does not have a medical examiner. Making coroners independent from law enforcement will promote transparency, avoid conflicts of interest, and encourage more confidence in coroner's rulings. Remember, Maui Police Chief John Pelletier told reporters that the fire had melted metal, making the remains extremely difficult to identify. 
So I'm not saying that this police chief guy is guilty. I'm not pointing a finger and saying that this is he's a part of the the scheme or the you know the whole thing, right? He's a part. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is that things aren't adding up, right? Because like you just see in that clip, it says that there should be a um what do they call it? I forgot the uh who's the person that that um who uh, reviews the death, the, the the dead bodies. I forgot. But you guys get the point, right? And he is, he's not supposed to, the coroner, he's not supposed to be the coroner, right? He's not supposed to, unless the city does not have a coroner, then the police chief can also be the coroner. But how are you the police chief and the coroner? It doesn't make sense, right? Because what if, let's just say, he, he wanted to... Um, to actually pull something off, all he has to do is just say that there's no dead bodies or say that the dead bodies are found. They're too um, destroyed to make sense of what's going on. He could say anything if he's the coroner as well, right? But the purpose of having a coroner separate from the police chief or the, um, um, yeah, the police officers, just like they said, is so they can give a transparent and subjective opinion detached from the situation. That's the purpose of the coroner, right? But the police chief is also the coroner. So that's another fishy thing, right, to me. But I ain't no conspiracy theorist. I ain't no thing. I'm just looking at things that seem fishy, right? And I have a story to to share about something that seemed fishy, and uh, it might not be. So I'm going to get to that too. But let me just plow through a little bit more, guys. Bear with me. I hope I'm making sense, right? So also, there's, there's a big upset about why the Hawaiian government will not talk about the children that are missing, Right? There's a big conversation about why the government will not release the numbers on the children who are missing. And parents and family members and people of the community are asking the Hawaiian government, I forgot his name, the governor, I forgot his name, give us the number of kids that are missing. And the the people of the community are starting to believe that intentionally they're not giving the number of children that are missing. Intentionally. And I'm going to tell you why. But first, I'm going to play the clip of one of the community members um, asking the governor, "What's the? where's the number? You know how many kids are gone. You've seen the bodies. Give us the number. This one is should be kids. This is a cover-up. Children were burned alive. I've even heard horrific first-hand accounts from locals that found baby bones in car seats and bones of a young boy laying on top of his dog to protect it from the inferno. The four schools in Lahaina served over 3,000 students. Only 400 have enrolled in other schools. Another 200 are doing virtual learning. Where are the children, Mr. Mayor? You know who are children. 
They're cadavers. You have the bodies. You know how many of them are children. How many children are dead? Step back, please. How many children are dead, Mayor? The morgues on Maui are full. The Hawaii government is still lying about the death count. I'm not backing down until the people of Maui have answers. So that was from Nick Sorter on um, X, formerly known as Twitter, that um, posted that tweet, right? So, so now I'm sure you guys are asking, because I was asking at first, is if you guys are asking, why, what's the big deal about hiding the death count of children? What's the big deal? Because people are saying, I don't know if this is true. I'm not claiming this is true, nothing. I don't know if this is true. But I have a, a screenshot I want you to show in a second, Hassan. But the land that got burned in the midst of all this is um, sacred land that, that people have been trying to gentrify for a long time. Like wealthy businessmen in the surrounding areas have always been trying to gentrify this, um, this, this uh land right the sacred land that the homeowners do not want to let go of because to them it's sacred for whatever reason right but they don't want to let go but obviously the, the wealthy businessmen have been trying to you know find a way to get them to i don't know if they've been trying to find a way but they want to obviously build off of it and make money that's what we see in all cities los angeles especially right people just want to are out to make money but these the people of the community been trying to hold that land down for literally up to a hundred years, right? And um, the people are saying, you know, that the the government has been, um, or not the government, but wiping out the kids in general. We'll just say this: whoever it may be, the powers that may be, okay, right? That if we wipe out the land not just the people but the children and their names don't show up that they're missing then they can no longer be looked for or found because if children are found in the fire then the parents who died um, no longer have the rights to the homes and to the land but the children do right the children inherit the land but it's said that this happened also, the, or the, 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 the reason why they're hiding the children is so if the children are wiped out, the land is free and up for grabs, right? And then they can do what they want to do. Why would people go to these extents for the, for the sake of an extra dollar or some money to gentrify a neighborhood to make more money from it? Why do people want to go to these extents for that? The ego does some crazy things. But is it believable? Absolutely. Because the ego is insane in that way. The ego will do whatever it can do. Make more money, get more power. So I think that's believable. Do I think that this is absolutely true? I'm not sure. But there, this is just what I believe. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to end it, and I'm going to get to some calls. Right? is I recently had a, a, a situation happen to where working, I was working with this company and my first week, my first two, my very first paycheck um, 
that I got from there was direct deposited to my to my bank account, to my Chase account, right? Chase. And when it was deposited, um, that account that I had was closed, right? So that account closed, which is my fault. Beta, I owed money to Chase. Beta, and the account was closed. And that part, that was my fault. So because the account was closed, the direct deposit had to bounce back to my employer, right? But it was supposed to bounce back, but it never did. My employer is like, we don't see the money here. Like, we, um, it's supposed to go back, and it didn't. But I called Chase, and I spoke to Chase on the phone, and they were like, you owe $40. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Then take that out the check. They're like, okay, we'll take out the check. They took it out the check, and they said, we'll take the $40 out the check and the remaining balance we will send to you in 10 business days. That's what they said, right? The first person I talked to. 10 business days rolls by, 15, 20, 30, no check, right? Nothing. And I called them back. I'm like, hey, you guys, I called it the Chase back. And then I'm like, hey, um, it said that you guys were going to send it back to me in 10 business days. I haven't got the check. You know, where's the check? What's going on? And then they're like, um, no, we sent it back to your employer. And then I'm thinking like, wait, the last person I talked to said they sent it to my house. So now they send it back to my employer? Yeah, it says in our system we send it back to the employer. So they're like, try your employer again. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of fishy. But, you know, I'm not thinking conspiracy theory type things, right? I'm just like, okay, well, maybe it was a mistake. I hang up, call my employer. They're like, no, we don't have it. It's not here. So fast forward, I call them back again and again and again and again and the times that i'm calling them back they're all saying different things we'll send it in 10 days to your house oh wait we already sent it to your house you should have got it oh wait it was lost in the mail oh wait it was this this that we sent it back to your employer all these excuses so i kept going higher and higher and higher in the chain at this point i'm like i'm getting frustrated i'm like okay well what's going on nobody's being clear so I'm talking to higher, higher people. And every person I'm talking to at this point, I'm like screaming. I'm like putting my foot down. I'm like, this is insane. You guys are owing me this money and you're not giving me my money. Why are you stealing my money? Give me my money at this point, right? And I'm talking to these people and they're all fighting with me back, right? Some people were like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I, you know, we'll do our best to uh, work this out, right? But some people are fighting with me back. And I'm like, this is insane. You're stealing my money. Where's my money? It's been like six months, seven months, eight months is going by. And I'm calling. I'm dealing with these people. And um, they're all giving me the runaround. So then I was like, wow. And they all have a different story. It's not adding up. And I'm like, this is insane. Why aren't you guys giving me the check? This is, makes no sense. So. At that point, after talking to that many people, I'm like, you know, I'm going to file, file a missing um, check report thing. And they said that you can do that. And then once you file the missing check report, um, then um, they'll do like a, an investigation on where the check is. So silly. The check wasn't even that much money. And like they'll do an investigation. And I was like, okay. So I did that, and then they're like, um, okay, in the meantime, we'll give you a loaner. We'll give you a, we'll, we'll let you borrow the money on your, on, on, that we owe you, 
but when you get your check, you got to give it back. So I'm like, you guys are going to let me borrow my own money. That made no sense. And I, in my head, I was thinking, as soon as they give it to me, they ain't getting nothing back. It's mine. But they never sent it. They never even sent that. They're like, okay, well, here, call this number and then work it out. So they sent me to another person that tell me more lies. So I'm like, okay, look here. The conspiracy theory, the cat's out the bag. There's no conspiracy theory at this point. You guys are stealing my money. Where's my money? Right? So then I started thinking like, wow, this is insane. It never came, by the way. Check never came. But I think I'm going to get legally involved. I, I think I'm going to um, legally get a lawyer. Because I'm realizing that when is it going to stop, though? Like, when is it going to stop? We have to stand up, put your foot down, and, and stick it to the man because they get away with it. And I was thinking about this, too, is that, like, um, I've also, it's also known fact, you could look it up online, that uh, the bank accounts, the banks, and I worked in insurance, right? I worked in insurance, so I know a little bit about how the banks work. And the, what the banks do is your savings account, um, what they do is they borrow money from your savings account. They borrow your money and they invest it in the, the market, right? So your money is, that you have in your savings is not actually there, right? They're investing it, right? But if for whatever reason you want to pull it out, they'll find a way to have, make sure your money's there, right? Because they don't want to get, they don't, you know, then it's stealing. But they take your money and they invest it and they make more off of it. And then they'll give you like a very, very small percentage, which is nothing, right? Like 1%. And so you can feel like it's growing and your money is safe. But they're, they're, they're investing their money. But if they have that type of mi mindset to make more money, what would they do if a check happens to fall in limbo? Like mine did. And I'm just a little old, little old Joel from L.A. just trying to get his little check. That ain't, about, that ain't a lot of money. So imagine they still... A thousand people's checks, right? However much, whether it be little amount, a lot amount. Let's say there's still a hundred thousand people's checks that just happen to fall in limbo. Money. They're making money. And all it is is your word against theirs. And what do most people do? They forget about it. They're like, oh, well, you know what? There's nothing I can do. Or they don't believe that the system is that rigged, that corrupt. Right. So they let it go. But we've seen these banks, how corrupt they were. We've seen how when Kanye was going all this stuff, um, they um, they made um, Kanye remove his money out the bank. No, we don't want to do it. We, we don't want your money here. Right. Power, money and power. Right. But it's just insane. So I say that to say is that these conspiracy theories sometimes aren't conspiracies. They're not fake. And many people I've told this to, they're like, nah, there's no way that they're stealing. Why would they want to steal your money? You're, why would they want to? Why would they not? Why would they not? They can get away with it. So I say that to say that sometimes you really got to question it, but sometimes you got to like really question it and know for yourself so that when the time comes, you can stand firm and stick it to the man when the opportunity presents itself, if it makes sense, and if you're led to do it, right? We can't be 
impulsive about things too because then we can act the wrong way. But we got to be able to fight back, and that's why we got to know that we know that we know that we know. So when it's time to fight back, we can stand firm. And that's the only way things are going to change. So I respect the Hawaii community, the residents there looking for answers because even if this is all made up and they're making things up, they are perfectly in the right to question these things. Where are, uh, why aren't you finding my, my children? Where are my children? Where are the children of the schools? Right? Where are they? Why was the water cut off? Why didn't you uh, play the sirens? Why did you block off the roads? You killed my entire family, my neighbors. And we don't know, right? This is alleged, right? We don't know if this is actual fact. But these are questions that people have, and they have a right to have. And and we should be doing the research, and we should be um, asking questions, and we should be wondering. And beforehand, I was that guy that was kind of like, ah, that, that seems like a reach. But when the chase was messing with my money, I was like, look, this ain't that far of a reach. There's powers that be. Oh, and I forgot to make this last point, and then I'm off this because I'm talking too much, is that I think sometimes, and callers, I'm coming to you right now. I just, I got to get this out. I'm coming to you right now, all right? Hang on the line. I'm coming. But I say this to say that I think that Sometimes people who we think are guilty, who I think are the cause of these things, are actually just pawns, right? They're not pulling the strings. They're not part of the bigger picture, right? Like, for example, um, you have the police officers who they're told to um, block the, the barricade, create barricades so people can't leave. And the police officer said, I'm just following orders. Oftentimes, they really are just following orders. They're not a part of the, the grand scheme, right? They're just following orders. They're just doing their job. So they're not the guilty ones, right? They're just doing their jobs. So they aren't the ones to blame. We can't just fight them, right? And then there's people like Chase, to where I believe that the people who I spoke with on the phone aren't part of the bigger grand scheme of things. They're just used as pawns. They're just, they just look in the system, right? They don't have no information. They just look in the system or knowledge or wisdom about what's going on. They just look at the computer and the computer says, sent back home, sent to da, 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 right? And they read off of that and they're relaying the message from the computers to me, right? So I was fighting with them thinking that they're a part of the, the scheme, but nine times out of 10, they're probably not, right? They're probably just doing their job. They have nothing to do with anything. Because some people were like, I'm sorry, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I, this is just what it says, right? And then maybe even the police chief, maybe he's not even that deeply involved. Do at some point, does he know some things? I'm sure. I'm sure he has enough information. But he's not pulling the strings. He's just a pawn, in my opinion. It goes deeper than these gut these um, this govern this governor of uh, Hawaii. He probably has information, but I bet you he's limited on the things that we have. There's there's powers deeper and 
more widespread and disconnected from the world than we know, right? So God bless the internet. The internet has its, has its ups and downs, good and bad. God bless the internet because the internet is really where we're, we're finding the truth about things and it's exposing what's going on because there's no agenda on the internet for the most part, right? You know, most times people just want answers. Most of the times people are just trying to spread a message and the internet is helping that message get out there all around. So God bless the internet for the good that it's doing when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I don't know. Lord have mercy. If you don't see me next Tuesday, then take your boy out. <laughs> but they gonna take Hassan out first because you see what he was talking about last week. <laughs> Hassan was talking about some stuff last week on the show. No, nah, I'm playing. Hassan has a good show, by the way. Make sure you check his show out. Uh, he live tomorrow, right? At 11 Pacific time. Hassan has a new show and it's good. So make sure you check that out. He's talking about some good stuff too. Um, but yeah, the message got to get out there, y'all. So. I don't know if I could be wrong. I can have improper facts. I'm just going off of what I believe from my personal experience. And um, I'm going to stand on it. That's it until I'm proven otherwise. But I'm also open-minded. So there's that. Let me take some calls and then we'll, be, we'll get to some other things. Callers, I'm sorry, but I'm coming. Let me see. Uh, let me go to Deontay out of Florida. He's been waiting a while. Let me go to Deontay out of Florida. Um, Deontay, you're on the show. Welcome. You're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing today? How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, amazing. Um, so I, I called you once before we was talking about um, vulnerability or honesty or however we were trying to talk about. Yeah, yeah. It was a minute ago. And I don't want to harp on it too long. I just want to um, say maybe I didn't understand what you were coming from. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, but I do want to say just to kind of clear up my thoughts on it or just how I see it is that I do believe that once you overcome like say you have a, a weakness or something like that. Once you overcome it, I think it is, I think it is okay to share if it's, if it's um, the right time. Like if it's, if it relates to something that's going on in a woman's life. So say for instance, she's going through something, and you did go through something similar, and you can uh, use the story as like a parable, kind of use use his stories. Uh. I think then it is okay. But um, is that what you were talking about, or were you talking about something different? Um, yeah, I think that, uh, well, what do you mean? So after you've overcome it, you can then share it, but while you're going through it, you should, you shouldn't share it. Is that what you're saying? That's how I view it. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, not exactly my, I don't think that it it's, it's based off of whether you overcome it or not. Maybe, maybe there's a point there that you're making. I just feel like, um, there should be no shame in, um, being honest about what's going on when you see it fit, right? Because 
The only reason why there's a hesitancy, in my opinion, is because uh, we're worried about the consequences it's going to bring, more so from how the other person's going to react, how you're going to be viewed, how you're going to feel afterwards. And all that's coming from ego, you know, not wanting to feel weak or look um, inferior or don't, and, and especially men, not looking strong when... Um, all those are lies. All those aren't true. So I don't think it's necessary you have to wait till you overcome it, to be honest, because sometimes when you're in a relationship and you love a person, uh, whether it be d- like dating or a brother, a best friend, that um, there's there's power in, I don't even like that word, that's overused, but there's um, something valuable in being able to relate and uh, let another person know that you're a human being, for one. And two, that um, you're no different. You're no different than they are. And sometimes when they see that you have weaknesses and then they watch you overcome them in the world, then they know that they were, you were a human being and you overcame. And you were going through things and you overcame. So I think that at the right moment, it's okay to be honest about it and just be an open book because why not? That's that's what I think. Okay. Very interesting, man. But that's all I wanted to talk about. What do you think about that, though? Uh, I, I, we still disagree, but uh, okay. I think it's okay to disagree. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you, Deontay. But I appreciate I respect, it. But I respect your opinion very much. Yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you giving yours, too. Call me again and... um. Yeah, we'll get more into it. Appreciate it, Deontay. God bless you. You have a good one. All right. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, um, I do believe, briefly, because I, I have more calls I'm going to take, is that um, just oftentimes we don't want to be honest um, because um, – some people may not be able to handle it. And that is true. Jesus wasn't honest with all of his disciples. He was honest with a couple of them. If you if you really read the scripture or you remember the scripture, he was honest with a couple of them, but not all of them because not all of them can handle it. So um, it's not necessary to just be honest with everybody and spill the beans with everybody, right? Because there there is wickedness in, in people's hearts too that they may use it against you and... Not that that's your concern, but if you do it um, not in the right moments, it may just add more problems than you, than you want, right? But at the right moments, I think it's fine. I think it's okay. Um, William out of California is on the line. William, you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, what's going on, Joel? How's it going? Things are going All right. right. You're looking good. Thank you, Show's man. Doing good. Appreciate Keep it. it. Up. Yeah. Um, the, the the fire thing out in Maui. I mean, I haven't been fortunate enough to go out to Maui. Uh, from what I understand, it's pretty uh, secluded and very private. And yeah, that's something to look at with that land grab thing for the developers and yeah, because Hawaii is well. Maui, like I said, I've never been there. Most people go to Oahu, you know. Oh, okay. But um, 
Maui's the one that a lot of people don't go to. And oh. a lot of celebrities. And um, some of that land is dry, too. So now, I mean, I, I get your theory and everything, but maybe they just, maybe as simple as this, they just dropped the ball. The city? Who dropped the ball? Just the whole city. Yeah, I mean, maybe they just dropped the ball. That could on everything. Could be true. Could be true. You know, you said somebody was uh, working there. They came from Vegas, right? They came from Vegas. What do you mean? You said something about some. There was something. Uh, one of the uh, the corner or something. What did you say about the corner? Oh, I said that there is no corner in in Maui that the, in Maui? the police oh, chief. Oh, there's no corner in Maui. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what you yeah, said. the police okay. chief is the corner. He's the police chief and the corner. Oh. Yeah, which which it, <laughs> it's kind of a conflict of interest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it just things just seem fishy. Hey, hey, it could necessarily be somebody just dropped the ball and all these things just happened to like. Make it seem yeah, like a you know story. what I mean. It's that just, could be true. The ball got dropped, and a lot of people got hurt. Yeah, that could very much be true. I just think that, regardless, that the people it's better that the people are questioning things than to mm. just trust that uh, the mm. government and the powers that be are going to take care of everything, and they have our best interest in mind. Now, can somebody check and see where this fire came from? Do they have anything on that island that's active, as far as? They're saying that it was electrical. They're saying that it was electrical, but that can also be intentional. That could be an intentional thing. Now, now, you know what I noticed about Hawaii? Like I said, I've never been to Maui, and I imagine it's probably even more like this than than Oahu. They they tend to have a lot of older houses. Yeah, yeah. They may not have a lot of um, teak. Yeah. And... They do. Uh, they do. They got some bone dry stuff. Yeah. And they, I, I think Maui's been known to keep the, the their heritage going. So they have a lot of stuff and statues and woods. You know, a lot of a lot of wood structures everywhere. Yeah. That's so, that's definitely something that they have brought up because of the fact that yeah. it's sacred land and um, they don't want yeah. nobody to change these things. So the the houses yeah. are old there. But I, uh, I'm sorry, William. Not to cut you off, I just have a little bit of time, and I have to get to some other callers. But yeah, go ahead. Go thank ahead. you. Thank you for making the point. Call- just, just, just want. Yeah, I just wanted to kind of look at that. I appreciate it, William. Thank you. Call me again, All man. Right. All right. All right. Let me go to Justin out of Fullerton. Oh, Justin out of Fullerton, California. Justin, you're- welcome to the show. You're on the air. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call, Joel. How are you? Doing well, man. Uh, real you. quick, uh, I was feeling uh, pretty ticked off. Don't know if it's just me uh, or, or not. You know, not not ticked off in an emotional, yeah. negative way, but just very uh, concerned, um, indignant. I'm indignant, uh, I guess is my concern. Yeah. Okay. But just to state state my concept, because I don't think it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, I think from what I've read on the news the past two days is that it's audacious that the taxpayer dime is paying for a thousand dollar night FEMA. Yeah. Stay about forty-five minutes yeah. away from Lahana. Yeah, and I don't know what you think about how yeah. how how are we paying for for these people who can only give seven hundred dollars yeah. per family, saying they don't have enough resources right now. Yeah. 
yet their employees are getting a thousand dollar night cushy scare. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, thank you, Justin. I'm, I'm going to talk about that right now. Uh, tune uh, back into the you. show, and I'm, I'm going to address that. I just got to move forward because of time. Oh. Thank you, Justin. But Justin's right. There's there's uh, employees that are taking vacations, and their their hotels are making a lot of money. They're, they're getting, their hotels are funded. Right by the government to have all this money, but then they can only give families a certain amount of money. Yeah, things these things should be in question, right? And maybe there's logical reasons why those are in place like that. But then tell the people, inform the people, right? But I love the fact that people are asking questions like, "What's going on, man? Seven hundred dollars? I have no home, no food." $700 is going to get you like two months of groceries depending on how many people are in your family. Right? How are you going to live? $700. So these things are, are need to be in question. Um, let me go really quick uh, to Keisha, first time caller out of Florida. Keisha, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Joel. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. I love your show. Thank you. And I highly respect that you're covering topics that people would not touch in fear of being canceled or even questioning um, the intentions of this fire. I just wanted to put it out yeah. there quickly. I don't know if you've heard yet or not, but the World Economic Forum wants to start smart cities. Have you heard of those? No. So these smart cities, and I believe our government is involved, they've already started to create um, the smart cities are going to use traffic patterns to control people. They use them already in China. And so yeah. um, I believe that's what this land grab is for. It's another test pilot that's going to be part of the United States. Mm. We're copying much of what China does. Yeah, yeah. And this whole city, they're called smart cities. Look into them. So control um, them and control people in what way? If you um, can, so really. they started it in New York already. And what they do is they make it so expensive. They created tolls now, additional tolls. You can look this up. Oh. It's going through New York City itself. Yeah. Yeah. And so now if you want to travel through New York City, you're going to pay about $100 extra in tolls just to yeah. drive through the city. Yeah. So what it does is it changes traffic patterns they're trying to market it as something good oh we're, we're trying to relieve congestion in the city and this that and the other yeah but it's really about controlling patterns they yeah. want to segregate people into certain areas the area that did not burn in maui was a very affluent area look yeah. who flew in first when that fire finished oprah and her crew yeah. right yeah. they are all a part of this larger agenda and this is being pushed by the World Economic Forum, which is all about changing human pattern behavior. They want to control human behavior. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, so I don't know if you can do a part two to this when you look in the, into that. Yeah. And it's going to tell you so much more. And, and Joel, please, if you could also consider talking about drinks, because not enough. The news station is not talking about this alliance. Okay. The main media, not even Fox, is talking about it. What is it called? And really, Brink B. It's the Brazilian-Russian. Oh. It's an alliance okay. by China, Russia, Brazil, 
India, South Africa, and they are creating their own currency. They have five continents already. The United States is not welcome into Brinks, and neither is uh, Europe, Great Britain, Europe. Okay, interesting, Keisha. And you know that it's said, too, also, that Germany and France are trying to join that alliance. So, you know, it's so much stuff going yeah, on that yeah. the main media is not talking about that we need to be discussing. I don't want to take up any more of your yeah. show. Thank no, you for thank taking you. my call. No, thank you, Keisha. You sound like a smart lady, and you're touching on things that I believe make a lot of sense, too. I'm definitely going to look into these things and and, and uh, develop my own opinion about it. But I, I hear you 100%. Thank you for calling. Call me again, and we'll get into some more. I'm out of time. All right. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, she brought up some things I don't really know much about, but she sounds like a smart lady. She sounds like she's just thinking for herself, and she's just questioning things, right? And that's what's important. we got to start questioning things and think for ourselves, right? It doesn't have to be questioning all these things about the government and finding conspiracy. It's not about that. It's more so focusing on questioning yourself, and then things start to make sense to you in the world. So with that being said, I got to end. I'm way past time, and um, the American Anchor Baby, I believe, is coming in next with the American Anchor Baby show, right? So make sure you tune in. I hope that all made sense. Um, Amazing. Follow me across the, the board on all platforms. Joel Friday TV and the Gifted of Dance. We got a lot of stuff that we're working on that we're planning to put out and post clips, all these things. But when we post them, make sure you guys share them and like them and comment and do all you can to get the algorithms doing their thing, okay? Because we got to get the message out. It got to go. So thank y'all for tuning in. Y'all are amazing. Until next time, peace out.